Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Fire Shut Up My Bones. Please turn to Leviticus chapter 20, verses, verse 18. Actually, verse 13. Excuse me. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Please help me, Lord. Please, Lord. I'm just using your word, Lord, uh, for this present time. Please help me. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. When I was a boy, I got in trouble at church for attempting to warn my friend about the dangers of sodomy. I was told, however, I was told by his mother, quote, we will tell our son about them one day, end quote. I'm paraphrasing it, but that was it in a nutshell. I left perplexed and embarrassed about the situation. Aren't they, or aren't the sodomites something to be warned about? Do people not know what they do and how disgusting it is? I was perplexed and confused. Sadly, as we became adults, I learned that my friend became a sodomite and it devastated me. But reflecting back in my childhood, in my household, I was always warned by my parents about these disgusting people and what they do. They're, it's, they don't keep it within themselves, the acts of sodomy. They attempt to recruit and, and attempt to, 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 to recruit and corrupt and spread it. It's dangerous. And that's before I get ahead of myself, that's what I want to talk about today. But sadly, uh, today in churches, we are not warning families of how the sodomites recruit and defile our children. Uh, instead, we preach, we must love them and feel sorry for them and pray for them. Uh, uh, you know, in reference to when they get all shot up and stuff like that. All that type of preaching does is ignore how God feels about sodomites. How, how he looks on the sodomites. It also lowers the guard of our children to say, I guess they really are not that bad as some people say they are. Maybe I can talk to them, approach them, and trust them as possibly what happened to my friend. And I want to preach a sermon entitled, How God Feels About the Sodomite. Because it seems like we forget that. Preaching like that, uh, covers how God feels about them. God calls them an abomination. No, I will not pray for them, nor will I attempt to love them. They are an abomination, and I'm just going by how God views them and how God treated them. Okay, uh, let's go uh, with point number one. What happened to them? What happened to them? They were destroyed. And them, I'm <clears throat> by them, I'm referring to uh, Sodomites. Go with me to Genesis chapter 19, verse 24. And I don't have a lot of time. Genesis 19, verse 24. It says, it says there, Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone. These were Sodomites, the homosexuals, the LGBT movement. And then the Lord rained upon them Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And, over, and he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. All right. Uh, uh, and the Lord looked towards Sodom and he looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah 
and toward all the land of the plain and behold and lo you know why that word low is in there it's an explanation expression god blew the place up the the archaeologists that were in this area uh equated this devastation to several megaton uh, atomic bombs the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace and it came to pass when god destroyed the cities of the plain that god remembered abraham and sent lot out of the midst of the overthrow and when, and when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt, God blew the place up. What happened to them? Look at God's reaction. Look at how we study this thing that was first mentioned in the Bible at Sodom and Gomorrah and how God treated it. He blew it up. What? Why it happened? Why did this type of thing happen? Why did God blow up the city? How come something like this didn't happen to Nineveh? <clears throat> Why did it happen to uh, Sodom? Jude chapter 7. Go to Jude chapter 7. I should have had them written down in my notes so I could just look at it and read it. But Jude 7, it says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, they're committing sodomy, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Why did it happen? Because they were disgusting. Because they were sodomites. Because they were committing this disgusting act. Uh... Second Peter, Second Peter chapter two verse six. It says, "And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should, uh, those that after should live ungodly." Guys, we should be telling people how disgusting this lifestyle is, and warning people about this lifestyle, not making them feel loved and accepted. All that does is going to cause people to say, okay, I guess it's not as bad as it really is. In God's eyes, it's disgusting. It's an abomination. If we don't warn people, this stuff is going to spread and the place is going to be destroyed according to these scriptures. Uh, point number three, how God views them. They are an abomination. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13 again and read it real fast here. We just read it. 20... Verse 13, it says, oh, come on, come on, turn page. If a man also lie with mankind as he lies with woman, both of them have committed an abomination. An abomination. Uh, an abomination is, is something so detestable, so gross that you can't even look at it. Let's go to the Noah Webster, Noah Webster 1828 Dictionary. And look up this word abomination. I think you'll find some of these definitions interesting. Okay, so abomination. Abom abomination. Extreme hatred. Detestation. The object of this detestation. A common significance in scripture. Uh... The way of the wicked is abomination unto the Lord. Proverbs 15, 8. Guys, God hates this. It's disgusting. So all this stuff about we must love them. I really don't see God's reaction uh, in such a manner at all, according to scripture. And uh, that's what an abomination is. That's how God views them. Uh, the, the abominations are vomited out of the land. Go with me to Levit Leviticus 18, 22. And 
uh, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It's an abomination. Let me look at the clock here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it is an abomination. There it is again. It's something detestable, disgusting, of extreme hatred. That's how God views this stuff. Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself thereof. Neither shall any woman stand before the beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. By the way, confusion doesn't mean they were confused as if they were perplexed. Confusion is uh, is another word for perversion. Utter perversion. Defile not yourself, defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. Now watch this. For in all these the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. It's happened today. Have you noticed the demographics of America has changed? Why do you think the Native Americans no longer own this country? And there it seems like they're dwindling. It's because among them, homosexuality was very rampant. As a matter of fact, did you know cross dressers and transgenders? Were in uh, were among the Native Americans in North America. Did you know that? From a spiritual standpoint, God gave the Native Americans land to the pilgrims, and now that we're forgetting God, we're, our land is being given up to illegal aliens. Okay, for you know, our languages are changing. When you call the phone, it's in a different language. When you when you when you call a service on the phone, any type of service. Uh, click one for Spanish. It's changing. For in all these things, the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. And the land is defiled. Therefore, I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it. When we accept homosexuality and, and all this nastiness, God's going to... That's why it says in the Bible, uh, and, the, and the sin of the city was great. It's time to judge it, is what it's saying here. And the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitations. Do you know what that's talking about? Let's look up what vomiting is. Uh, where is the link? Why do we vomit? Vomiting is the body's way of ridding itself of harmful substance from the stomach. Homosexuality is a very harmful thing to our society. So all this stuff about we must love them. They're a soul. They screwed their soul a long time ago. Um, they are an abomination. Uh, abomination or vomited out. Leviticus 18. Abominations are vomited out. Yeah, I just read that. How they became that? Uh, how did they became become that? And we'll go th we'll go through that right now. Uh, utter. Okay, so how they became sodomites? It comes about by utter knowledgeable rejection of God. Go with me to Romans chapter one. I might not have time to get through all of this, but because this is pretty deep, uh, deep in the fact that uh, these passages have many applications in them. Romans chapter one, let's start in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifested in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even the eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. What this is talking about, as they call it, the divine revelation, that's God revealing himself to, through nature. There's something that is understood by God's creation to know that a supernatural almighty being made the planet and the universe. Okay? 
the creation which are clearly seeing, and watch this, being understood by the things that are made. That's us. That's every being in the world. Even his eternal power and Godhead. Uh, in Genesis, it says, let us make man in our own image. In Genesis 1, it says, God moved upon the face of the waters. The, uh, the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. What's that talking about? The Godhead met together and created the earth. So they're there without excuse. When they drop dead and go to hell and they didn't get saved, they didn't ask Jesus to save them. They didn't start asking who put all this stuff here and start seeking the Savior. They are without excuse. <laughs> because that, when they knew God, now they find out, okay, there is a God. They glorified him, not as God. They're like, okay, I know who God is, but I don't care. Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. They started going their own way. They said, Jesus is not the only way to heaven. Uh, listen to me. I'm Oprah Winfrey. I'm Steve Harvey. Listen to me. Oh, he's so wise. And he's leading you all the way to hell. And changed the glory of an uncorruptible God into an image made like to a corruptible man. They, were, they started worshiping known idols, making it look like beasts and making it look like themselves, making it look like birds and falling down and worshiping it into birds, into four-footed beasts, into creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts. They want to be perverse. They want to have sex. They want to fornicate. They want to do all this nastiness. They want to commit sodomy. So God gave it to them to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who changed the truth of God into lie? The Bible says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So what do they do? They say that Bible verse is a lie. That's not what the Bible says. Uh, let me turn up my volume here real quick. Is this thing plugged in? Yeah, that's not what the Bible says. There are other ways to get to heaven. Jesus is not the only way. That's what they're saying. They're, they're, they're saying that that gospel John, in, that I mentioned, John 14, 6, is a lie. And worship and serve the creature. They're a bunch of trigger, tree huggers. More than the creator. That's God. Who is blessed forever? Us that are saved. Amen. For this cause. Or actually, who's blessed forever? God is. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. So you get what's happening here. They know who God is, so they reject him. Okay? So why did God give them up? Because they reject who they know. And they know it, God. They rejected him. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their woman did change the natural use into that which is against nature. They're a bunch of lesbians. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. We are... The man and the woman, they're designed to cleave unto each other in marriage. That's why it says a young man shall leave his mother and father and cleave unto his wife. We're physically designed for that. And likewise, also the men having the natural use of the woman burn in their lust one toward another. Men with men. That's talking about sodomy, the LGBT, the homosexuals. Men with men work in that which is unseemly. It's not fitting. It doesn't work. You can't have a baby. The president of Uganda locked up a bunch of homosexuals in jail and said, you have one year to produce a baby. If you don't, you're executed. Okay, now what, how does he know that? He knows that it takes a, a married woman and a man to come together and produce a child, uh, which is unseemly. So for a man and man to come together, woman to woman to come together, it's unseemly. It doesn't work. And receiving in themselves the recompense of the error which was meat. That's called AIDS. 
when this stuff was coming out back in the uh, 70s or 80s, they called, the doctors were calling it the homosexual disease because this type of um, disease was only coming up among the homosexuals, okay? Which was me. Now, what is it talking about? Well, they deserve it. it that's, that's what they get for, do, for calling God a liar and going against nature. 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, man, let's call it Xmas. Let's call it a holiday party. Let's not call it Christmas. Get that Bible verse off your desk. They, they hate God. They don't want anything to do with God. God gave them up over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are convenient. How did, it, how, did they, how did they get to this point of a reprobate mind? They rejected what they know and who they know for a disgusting lifestyle. They said, no, no, no. And God handed them over to a reprobate mind. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, it says, My spirit will not always strive with man. The Holy Spirit convicts. The Holy Spirit convicts to get saved. Get saved. Get saved. I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. They don't call upon his name. Like it says in Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. They said, no, 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 no. And God says, okay, I'm going to let you go into a reprobate mind. Do you know what a reprobate is? There's there's preaching out there. Some preachers will say that as long as if the person's breathing, uh, there's still hope for them to get saved. Now, look, I think we should keep trying. We should still pass out Bible verses. Oftentimes, you don't really know when they are a reprobate. You can see evidences of it. So what I'm trying to say is you can't look at a person. Oh, they'll never get saved. You have to still try. It's up. It's up to us to give the gospel. It's up to them to accept it. Does that make sense? But a reprobate is a person abandoned into sin. Folks. When a person is a reprobate, their conscience is taken away. What, what does the conscience do? The conscience, it warns. Uh, I forgot to write the verse down. Oh, man, I forgot to write it down. Okay, that's fine. It's in Proverbs. Let me show you what the conscience does. All right, the conscience in the Bible is referred to as the spirit. The spirit of man in Proverbs 20, verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of uh, is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Guys, when a person says no to God, says no to God, sends him, uh, says no to God, God hands him over to reprobate mind. That means God stops convicting them to get saved. They can do anything without any guilt. Without any conscience saying this is wrong. Because we're born with a conscience. They corrupted it. Nothing to recall them back to righteousness. They are forever doomed. Before a person can become a homosexual, he must reject the Lord, reject the Lord, reject the Lord. And according to verse 28, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. That's an unrepentant mind. They will never have any conviction to get saved, to do those things which are not convenient. That's homosexuality. Um, so how did they become homosexuals? It's a constant rejection of the Lord until God hands them over to a reprobate mind. They asked the homosexual, a doctor, 
ex-homosexual, you're dying of AIDS. If you can go back in time and change all this, would you do it? The guy said, no, I will. Uh, even though I know that I'm, I'm dying of AIDS because of my lifestyle, I'll do it all over again. You get a picture of that in Romans. Uh, no, let me go. What happened? Hold on, let me look my nose. In Genesis 19.11. Look at Genesis 19.11 of a reprobate mind. An unrepentant mind. An unregretful mind. Genesis 19.11. It says, And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness. Now, these men are homosexuals. The angels blinded homosexuals that are beating down the door at Sodom to rape Lot and his angels. And the angels. So they got smote with blindness. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great. So that <clears throat> so that they were themselves so they that so that they wear themselves to find the door. You notice that this didn't even stop him from looking looking for the angels to rape them. That's a picture of a reprobate. They keep doing it and doing it and doing the sin without any regret. Why is that? All of their conscience is destroyed. They're com- it's compromised. They feel no remorse, no regret. Uh that's how they became like that, rejecting the Lord, and then God handed them over, abandoned into sin. God just left them in their sin. Being uh, consumed by their own sin is is uh, a judgment of itself, and then they go to hell. Romans one twenty eight. I think I read that. Yeah, Genesis nine eleven. Read that. No understanding. They, they, uh, you know, you go up to them. You're dying of AIDS. Your homosexual lifestyle. You, uh, by the way. A statistic shows that a homosexual has 500 to 1,000 partners in their lifetime. Where's your sources? The Gay Blade Trick Publications. <clears throat> and also, it's also in many books. The band plays on. It's a stat. that that's They're that nasty. Why is that? They are without understanding. They don't sit back and go, man. Uh, hold on one second. Yeah, they don't, they don't stand back and go, oh, wow. Because of my lifestyle, I have AIDS. They don't do that. Why is that? Look at uh, Romans one thirty one without understanding covenant breakers without natural yeah I read it without understanding they cannot understand anything they don't know right from wrong anymore why because there are reprobates that's why they go up there chanting we're coming for your kids get them at eight before it's too late <clears throat> eternal destruction in in Second Peter chapter two verse six I believe I read at the program they're going to hell forever. Um, let's stop here and let me mention, I think I, I, I passed it over by accident. Hold on, beloved. Let me see. No, never mind. It's in my notes. What happens to a nation that accepts sodomy? Well, this is what happens. Okay. They, they recruit. They, they recruit. Guys, please listen to me. The homosexual movement, they do not try to keep it amongst themselves. They try to get your kid. As a matter of fact, in Maryland, they want your toddler to know this, to learn this stuff. The homosexuals. They already teach drag queens, uh, uh, transvestites, homosexuals are already in the schools teaching them disgusting music. I can't even sugarcoat it because it's so nasty or corrupt your minds. <clears throat> Reading to children. You can't even pass out a gospel track in these schools, but you can have a homosexual in the schools teaching kids. Okay? They recruit. They corrupt. In Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 31, it says, Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, they don't even feel bad. By, by the way, this is true. They're asking kids as young as kindergarten 
have you ever had gay sex? And the kid doesn't know what that is. And then they'll ask the kid, how do you know you won't like it until you try it? I'm not making it up. It's happening in America. And shame on the preachers that are not preaching hard against this stuff and instead saying we must love them. Guys, this is a militant terroristical, uh, a terrorist group going after your kids. Do you understand what's going on? My goodness. Uh, who knowing the judgment of God, they don't even care or fear for it. That they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, they do the homosexual stuff, but have pleasure in them that do them. Guys, they want to sodomize your kid. They want your kid to grow up and become a sodomite, the transvestite, LGBT, a homosexual, as they call them, gay. That's what they want with your kid. And when you go up there and say, we must love them. And you're, you're oh, oh, hey, brother, put your arm around them. Your kids are going to see that and it's going to lower their guard. And they're going to think it's okay to talk to these people. And then they'll be manipulated. Then they'll be controlled. Then they'll be talked to. And then you wonder why your 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 dear son is is um, violated by these disgusting people. I'm telling you, a lot of times when a person in a family is molested by a homosexual, they trusted that homosexual too much. Let me tell you something. They're not coming into my house. I don't care if you're a relative. They're not coming into my house. All right, so the recruit, I already got that covered. The recruit, they're looking for kids. That's why they're in the school system. They, uh, they corrupt. They want, they'll ask your kids those nasty questions. All right, so let's look at the homosexual manifesto by Michael Swift. I'm going to read a little bit of it. Michael, let me see, homosexual manifesto, Michael Swift, he's probably dead now, all right, let's see, okay, homosexual manifesto as to Congress in 1987 and implemented by the entropic U.S. Supreme Court in 2015 uh, homosexual manifesto you do not hear about this because it was not written by catholic priests and has become fact in the american way uh so basically in a nutshell they'll say we'll make it popular we shall this is his, this is him talking we shall sodomize your sons emblems of your feeble masculinity of your shallow dreams and vul and, and uh vulgar vulgaries we shall seduce them in your schools in your dormitories, in your gymnasiums, in your locker rooms, in your sport arenas, in your seminaries, in your seminaries. That, that's talking about churches. Guys, preachers, stop go, being soft about this from the pulpit. They're trying to infiltrate the schools. In your youth groups, in your movie theater, uh, bathrooms, in your bunkhouses, in your truck stops, in your mail clubs, in your houses of Congress, wherever men are, with men together. Your sons shall become our minions and do our bidding. They will recast in our image. Wow. They will come to crave and adore us. It's already happening now. It's not helping when preachers are light on this thing. Woman, you cry for freedom. You say you are no longer satisfied with men. They make you unhappy. Let me make sure I read ahead before they say something nasty that I can't say. Uh, I think I'll cut it right there. It, uh, um, Right there, but when you have time, go ahead and read it for yourself. It's the Homosexual Manifesto 1987. But you see what they're trying to do? They're trying to infiltrate and get your kids. And I just don't know, understand why we're not warning our children about this kind of stuff. 
I warned them. Back in the schools, back in the day, they did have videos warning kids about the homosexual. I think the 60s. The homosexual. And, and it made them look like a villain, which they are. Um, they have the motto, get them at eight, eight years old before it's too late. In in, in California, they were singing, uh, we're coming after your kids. I think it was this year. And then lastly, they defile. Romans 1, 27 and 28. We mentioned that they they they, they commit uh, homosexual acts on each other. And then they want to get your kids into it. Why is that? It says here, but have pleasure in them that do them. By the way, the Bible says they rest not until they cause some to fall. They don't care if your kid is three years old. That's why they're giving them drugs to nurture them and net nurture. Uh, yeah, make them eunuchs and things like that. Trying to turn them into a woman. And they defile. And uh, this is last. What happens to a nation that accepts sodomy? We get destroyed. Genesis uh, nineteen twenty four. Genesis 19 and 24 here. And then I'm going to kind of backtrack, okay? Because I forgot to read something. 1924, it says, Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone. All this shooting going on, that could be God's brimstone, guys. Okay? And then I read Jude 7. God does it for an example to all them that live ungodly. I'm telling you, we're already judged. Now, Leviticus 18, 25. I read that earlier. Uh, that's, uh, there the, the should be vomit out of the land. And then, okay, now really last, last point. This behavior, when accepted by any nation, calls for God's judgment. Now let's look at a theophany when Jesus appeared in a physical form before he was made flesh in the New Testament. He's talking with Abraham. In Genesis chapter 18, we see Jesus talking face to face with Abraham. And then the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with him to bring them on the way. And now please listen to this. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Why did God say that? Guys, do not agree with the homosexual movement. Do not pity them. Do you need to look at this sin exactly how God looks at it? Could it be that if Christians say, let get up and pray and fast for one day and say, God, please get rid of this nastiness out of our nation. You don't think God will do it? He's looking at Abraham and saying, Abraham thinks the way I think. He agrees with me. He judges like me. So I'll go ahead and tell them, tell him. He agrees with what you I'm agree with something. When you, when you have righteous indignation about his sin, that does please the Lord. Remember what David said, don't I hate them that hate thee, O Lord? If you hate the Lord, don't I hate them that hate thee, O Lord? If you love the Lord, why are you listening to the rap music? Why are you listening to country music? Why are you why are you watching why are you watching sitcoms with some sodomite inside of it? Or the husband cheating on his wife and y'all laugh at that. That's not hating sin. That's not loving the Lord. So that's what's happening here. The Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. He's saying, hey, Abraham's going to judge like how I judge. 
and they shall keep the way of the Lord and to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. Notice how like uh, uh, alike Abraham and God are. Would, would to God that you and I, beloved, are more like Christ, think like Christ, view sin like Christ. And let's start with this abomination of homosexuality and call it an abomination, call it disgusting and preach hard against it because that is exactly how God views it. Stop being light on this stuff from the pulpit. Preach hard. Tell your sons around the dinner table before bed that children, this is disgusting. You need to get saved. Don't follow that. Don't talk to them. If they look like riddles, stand back. Leave them alone. Okay? And then, let me tell you something. I tried to, I tried to give Sodomites gospel tracts before. They tried to mess with me. What happened? They got fired the same day. I'm not making it up. Why is that? The Holy Spirit living inside of me doesn't want to be around that. Uh, uh, my father, he saw at the hospital, he saw two lesbians kissing and my father filled with righteous uh indignation said god deal with that the next day he saw the same person in i see you in the emergency room out there in the hospital all messed up why is that because there was something inside my father that agreed with the almighty father to deal with that to to render justice on that to curse that, to punish that. And God in heaven said, okay, my servant, since you think the way I think, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do to them. Stop agreeing with it. Stop being pacified about it. Stop being sissies about it. It's detrimental. It will destroy your kids. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It will destroy your family, your kids. And there's hardly any preaching against that kind of stuff in this nation. It's in your face. They'll have a whole month to it. I just saw the news. They're parading it. The first sodomite powerlifter, a, 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 a gay strongman. It's all over the place. And we need to preach about that stuff. And, you know, um, for I know him that we're going to justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And the Lord said, because the cry. Now look at this. This was under my last point where it says, it begs, this behavior begs for God's judgment. And the Lord said, because I heard the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. Now, a lot of, there's some weird commentary saying that the cry is how nasty the uh, sin is and God has to tend to it. I think innocent children were being raped night and day by the Sodomites. It says, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom, innocent children were being violated. You say, why do you say that? Because it's happening today in America. Uh, mothers are giving their kids drugs to remove their reproductive organs to put something else there to make them like girls. It happened in Texas. It's, it's happening all over. If you if you don't recognize a kid for your pronouns, people want to throw you in jail. There's a guy in jail in Canada for not calling his 12-year-old daughter a boy. Okay? So kids are being abused. Uh, um, kids are being ab abused by this. John Money who told parents to lie to their kid that their kid is actually uh, uh, tell the kid that tell the parents to tell their kid that the kid is a girl and not a boy. He grew up and put a shotgun to his head and killed himself. Uh, the cry of this nation is great. And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because your sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me. And I, and if not, I will know. You know what that means? God said, I'm going to deal with this problem. 
Do you see a pattern here? How God feels about the sodomite? How God views the sodomite? Shouldn't we be like Christ-like? Are we Christ-like? Are we disciple of Christ? Are we a Christian? The Bible talks about how we should be like Christ. You're not being like Christ when you're saying, oh, we should love them, tolerate them, pat them on the shoulder. You need to view how God views it. They're an abomination. You need to tell your kids that. They are villains. Okay? I just read to you from Romans 1 what it takes to get. I'm not talking about any feminine, some guy that acts like a girl. Right? We need to pray for those people and try to give them the gospel. I'm talking about a person that is head first in sodomite practices. To get to that state, according to Romans 1, he's handed over to a reprobate mind. And how God feels about that is to God, it's an abomination. Okay? Uh, what happened to them? They got destroyed. Why it happened? Because they're disgusting. They're an abomination to the Lord. Um, how God views them, they're an abomination. And let's scroll all the way down to the last. It begs for God's judgment. Do you view these types of things the way God views them? Because if you don't, there's a high risk that your children will be corrupted by this movement, this sodomite movement in this country in the year of 2022 and beyond. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that this can be used. Um, protect me uh, from... Uh, from from discouragements because I know that this type of message is going to make even the brethren upset but it's your word Lord I'm reading your scripture help me to stay strong help us to stay strong bless us in Jesus name I pray amen